are listening to the Agents of Change podcast, a podcast about the creators, entrepreneurs, and people shaping Canada. On this show, we'll speak with changemakers from underrepresented communities who are moving this country forward. They're bold and inspiring, and you absolutely need to know about them. I'm your host, Winnie Bernard, and this podcast is brought to you by Double Shot. Double Shot is a globally inclusive talent and influencer management agency for diversifying your marketing and leveling up your brand. O'Shane is a talented artist, a self-taught photographer, videographer, and creative director. O'Shane is a master visual storyteller whose talent in just four short years has been hired by brands such as Roots, Adidas, Nike, and graced the pages of the Globe and Mail, just to name a few, which is super impressive. O'Shane is one of the nicest people I have ever met. We talked about creativity, telling diverse visual stories featuring black faces and bodies, and artistry in Canada. Grab a cup of your favorite beverage and get to know the uber-talented O'Shane Howard. Hi, O'Shane. Hey, Winnie. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good. I'm super, super excited to um, have this Agents of Change conversation with you today because um, you and I have known each other for a few years. I like literally like slid in your DMs one day <laughs> on Instagram and I said, oh my God, I just love your work. Um, I love what you're doing and and like keep doing what you're doing. So I'm really excited that we're getting to speak today. Me too. I'm excited. Yay. Um, the first question I wanted to ask you is I know that you are of Jamaican descent, uh, but you were born in Canada. And I wanted to know what role did your Caribbean culture play in your upbringing? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, well, growing up with two Jamaican parents, my mom being born in Spanish town and my dad uh, being born in Kingston, uh, just having them bring those roots from what uh, they brought from back home in terms of like discipline. Uh, discipline is a is something that they took very seriously um, in regards to my academics, in regards to how I treat people, um, how I conduct myself, how I present myself. Um, these are characteristics that they, they, they really want to make sure that when they're not around, I'm still being a reflection uh, of them. So uh, that's something that I, I really hold close to my, my heart as this is how I present myself to people. But most importantly, um, just, just having Caribbean parents there's just a lot of flavor and there's a lot of spice and everything nice that comes with that. So uh, I, I, I I suppose um, maybe maybe I I'm not aware of what of what Caribbean or J- Jamaican uh, things I do because I'm so used to doing it. It's not until someone pinpoints it, oh Shane, like you you you're definitely from a Jamaican Jamaican home. That's like I am, but um, now that I'm thinking about it, I'll definitely say it, it has to be discipline. It's something that I really. Uh, took away from my parents that's so amazing um also growing up did you always have an interest in the creative field or did this something happen later on in life um to be honest with you growing up i i was trying to find 
my voice. So in high school, I was super into fashion, um, super into Pharrell Williams, um, Kanye West, all these icons um, that I grew up on. And I went to a Catholic school, um, a Catholic high school. So for me, wearing a uniform and then dress down days when everybody just goes off with the outfit <laughs> that they've been waiting to wait for wear for like months, right? So for me, like I always made sure on dress down days, like I, I came fresh with the kicks, the, the jeans, is just everything. So that was an outlet for me um, to just express myself. And that later then grew to when I was in grade 12, um, modeling uh, came into my hands where someone had reached out to me and asked if I, if I ever modeled and um, I told them no. Uh, and then from there, I, I, I just really took the opportunity to put myself out there and just network and it kind of snowballed into later than me getting signed and, rep and represented by a modeling agency. So I was always in that, that, that space of fashion, not realizing that later on in life, I would be a fashion photographer. So I never really, I never really like pinpointed what I wanted to do, but it was just, it was just like, I was already in the space, not realizing um, the me there's so many different mediums within fashion. I just didn't know what medium it was for me to do. So let's let's touch upon that because you said that you got started as a, a model and it sort of like happened because somebody said to you, perhaps that's something that you'd be interested in. Is this when your your love, like the first love that you had for photography and sort of like creative direction, is that when it first started or was that after? So basically... Um, I went to school for fashion arts. Um, I took that for like a year and then I had dropped out and I took two years off to really focus on myself to find my identity. And during that time, I, I realized that the digital world is going to be something of the future. So I applied and got into school for media communications. And that was actually the first time I touched the camera. Okay. Yeah, that was the first time I touched the camera. Um, the prerequisite was you have to have a camera to, to be in the program. So I was forced <laughs> to, to buy a camera because it was a very broad program. Um, and then from there, I, I, I really got curious on how to use it outside of just being at, at, uh, at school, like, or just being in the class. So I took the initiative to reach out, gain mentors, um, to teach me the ropes on how to use my camera, how to film and all that stuff. And then it just later snowballed into me not going back to work, um, me not going back to school. And four years later, here, here's where I am. Wow. So a question that people like often ask, and I think it's super important, is how did you grow your network? Because we know that photographers, creative directors are often freelance like you are. How do you grow your network from zero to something? I really like that question. Um, I guess for me, when I when I first started modeling, and this is when Facebook was was fresh in some in some way, and <laughs> I feel like I'm aging myself, but it's cool. But um, yeah, there was no Instagram. There's no Instagram at the time, but uh, yeah, I I really took Facebook seriously. So I would literally see people that were on like red carpets or with cameras and whatnot and i would add every single person on facebook every single per person i figured i was in that 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 world i would add them They'd either accept or not i'm going to um, message you hey my name's O'Shane howard i'm 18 years old 
Um, I'm a model. I love to model for your brand and all that stuff. And now that we're now that we're talking about this, is kind of like wow. I, I, I was I was very bold at the time doing that, but it still relates to how I do things now. And I guess for me, I've really learned how to build um, relationships. I I get I get a thrill out of pitching myself. I get a thrill out of looking for the the right person that I need to find for a job. So I guess throughout time, um, I just really got good and got comfortable with talking to people. And throughout the years that I've been doing this, it, it, it's it's really became like a, how do I say this, like a strategy for me. Because I just know this is a part of the game. This is a part of life that you won't attain the things that you want to attain by being silent. You'll attain the things that you want to attain by actually building relationships. Because people Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, like people hire who they like, and at the end of the day, like as uh, no matter how talented you are, if someone has a relationship with that person, they're gonna hire them. It's not to say they won't hire you; they just don't have a relationship with you yet. So, yeah. In your photography, which I fell in love with, what you often do is that you focus on telling diverse stories that feature black faces and black bodies. And what is why is it so important to you to do that? Honestly, it's super important to me because when I was in the modeling um, industry, there was very few black models, black male models and black female models. It was it, it, it was like crickets. So I guess as I got older and I picked up the camera and I'm now in control of, of picking who I want to cast, who I want to have on my team, what brands I want to work with. It became super, super important for me to ensure like, hey, I want to use my platform to, 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 to put black people at the forefront on campaigns, editorials, lifestyle shoots, no matter what it was, because growing up, I never saw that. And now that I have the opportunity to put my people in the limelight, in the spotlight for representation, um, I'm going to use that to my full advantage. I'm going to use my power to do that to make it normal. And I feel like it should be normal because being it being in Toronto, I always say that we're spoiled and we're spoiled in a sense where we can be on one street and try numerous different foods from different cultures, right? However, it doesn't represent that internally in corporations. It's like opposite. Mm-hmm. So for me, I I use my 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 career as a way to like black people live here, black people are here. Black people are doing things. Black people are in this space. And I'm going to show people like, hey, there are numerous of black people that deserve to be in that beauty campaign, that deserve to be in that Nike campaign or whatever campaign that it is or passion project that it is. I, I, I always like to pri- prioritize black people and ensure that black people are being shown in these, in, these, in these campaigns. And then from there, I'll build upon all the other stuff. But for me... Um, I really like to highlight black people in my work. And that's not to say that I don't like highlighting other people because I love photographing all kinds of people, right? But at the end of the day, if I don't see representation for my people, that that's a that's that's a huge problem to me at least. Absolutely. You and I have had a lot of conversations in the past about the limits that we felt are put upon us here in Canada as creatives. Do you think that in order to have access to more opportunities, Canadian creatives have to leave? 
That is a very good question. Um, I would I, I would say yes and no. So, it, <laughs> it, like, everybody has a goal in mind for their for their career, right? So, I'll just use me as an example. Like, photography is all I do. This is my this is my bread and butter. This is my career. So for me, it's really hard to thrive in Toronto as an artist. And I, and I say that because if you don't have knowledge, then you can't really scale. However, Toronto is a really good place to, to make it as an artist if you do have the knowledge. Because Toronto is a very um, commercialized industry. There's a lot of commercial work that gets produced um, in the city. However, if you're looking to do like editorial work or like high, high fashion, this is not really the place for that, right? We don't have a lot of celebrities that come here and are, or that come out of here for like big, big fashion covers and all that stuff like LA and, and New York has. So I guess if that's something that you want to attain, you want to go all the way full throttle, then by all means, like you should leave the country. Um, but that's not to say that you can't thrive here as well. It's just a lot, a lot more difficult um, to make it as a as a working artist in the city. So it, it all depends on what you want, to be honest. Um, last May, there was a racial reckoning that happened. I would say North America and even beyond uh, in a lot of Western societies. And I wanted to know if you noticed. Know a change in your bookings by brands after May 2020 and how did you feel about that yes um I definitely didn't notice a change in regards to like bookings was it much of a big change not really I'll say it this way so I feel like anyone that was already building their portfolio or every anyone already had a name for themselves but weren't getting um those big big opportunities I feel like that was a time when they did get those big, big opportunities. Whereas, like, if you're if you were just starting or just um, just trying to get your feet wet, there was just there was still a lot of artists that weren't getting those opportunities, right? I guess for me, since I started like in 2016, now here in 2021, um, my name was already there. So I guess for for these brands, it was a it was easy for them to find which black artist, illustrator, photographer, whoever, who's really killing the game right now that we weren't aware of. And let's bring them on board for whatever projects um, that we're, that we, that we have in mind. But I've been having these conversations with other people and I, I, I'm like two sided with it. It's, it's, it's sad that it took that to happen for them to take the initiative to do their research. But at the same time, should we decline the offers, right? So I don't think we should decline the offers. I think we should have the conversation, right? To see if this is a genuine thing. And then if it is genuine, then by all means, accept, accept the invitation and, 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 and create an ecosystem where you feel comfortable with them and they feel comfortable with you as well. The reality is, the reason why they're doing this is because of what occurred last year. We we all know that. Now I think it's how we we move forward with that and how we we um we go go with that when having these conversations. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oshane, your faith is an essential part of who you are as a person. In fact, 
you started a series called Praise and Worship. Can you tell me about that series? Yes. Um, so Praise and Worship um, is a series that I developed and conceptualized. Um, it's, it's basically about how dance and music is used to worship and praise Jesus Christ. Um, and that whole idea came from me just being at church and my church sisters were, were, were dancing. They had like their whole attire and the tambourines and everything. And that day I was just really looking at it as a art form. And I'm just like, if I'm seeing this, I wonder how many people aren't seeing this because not every church um, has a dance team, right? Um, not every church is even aware of, of, of that form of dancing, but like the wings and the tambourines and the flags, mm -hmm. right? So for me, um, I really want to showcase the beauty in that and more so I really want to use the talents um, that were given to me from the Lord and to use it to bring glory to his name, but to also show people that are Christian and that aren't Christian um, how we do things um, in the kingdom of God and how music and dance can be used to glorify him. So we dropped it and that project got picked up by Crown Magazine, by Vogue Italia, um, it, got, it was a 2000 and, and no, it was the 2020, it was nominated for the 2020 Black uh, Montreal Film Festival as well. It was picked up from a lot of places. So it's funny how sometimes we, we get in the way of our own success. You see what oh, I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. So it, it, it showed me like sometimes we're too hard on ourselves when things don't go according to plan. Because sometimes the real beauty comes out of things that aren't planned. Um, so... I really loved that project. I loved how everything turned out. And um, yeah, that's that's praise and worship. And what's next for you? Um, what's next for me right now is I'm actually working on a magazine um, called Black 2.0. It's basically a magazine focused on um, black fashion, luxury, mental health, wellness, everything that you can think of. It's, it's being highlighted in that, that magazine. Um, his name is Fred. Uh, Fred, is, Fred is someone that reached out to me in regards to this project. And he brought up a really good point that we don't have our own Ebony magazine for Black Canadians. We don't have our, our, our own essence for Canadians. And this is something that he's been, he's been wanting to do for a while. He's been in the publication space for, for 25 years. Um, so when he had approached me with this concept, I was I was right in, and that's something that I'm currently working on um, really closely with him. And I don't know when it's going to launch. We'll be launching sometime uh, this year, but I'm super excited to to be a part of him to bring whoever um, joins me to make this this beautiful piece happen. So yeah, that's a great project. Like congratulations on your collaboration on that. Um, one question that we ask each and every single guest that we have during this conversation series is how do you take your coffee? <laughs> what if I tell you I don't drink coffee? <laughs> well, I don't either. I drink tea. So if it's tea, tell me how you have your tea. Okay. That's what, I like. that's what I'm talking about. All right. So tea, <laughs> I like, I, I'm kind of boring. I like my tea black, but okay. I, I love ginger tea. That's very Jamaican of me, but I love ginger tea. <laughs> love, love ginger tea. 
Lovely. Well, thank you so much, Oshane, for your time. It was so nice to speak to you. Uh, congratulations on everything and continued success. Thank you so much, Winnie, for having me. It was a pleasure to be on this platform. Um, I just, and I look forward to, to seeing uh, what happens after, after this. So, yeah, thank you so much. has been the Agents of Change podcast. I'm your host, Winnie Bernard. Thank you for joining us. If you loved this episode, and I hope you did, subscribe, rate, share, leave us a comment. To find out more about Double Saw Agency and how we can represent you or help you diversify your next campaign, visit us at www.doubleshotagency.com or follow us on Instagram at doubleshotagency for news about our upcoming projects and talent. Bye for now.